You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. Talking about weight loss is controversial. We're not supposed to diet. We're not supposed to want to lose weight. Kate Moss, in a 2009 interview with Women's Wear Daily, they asked her, do you have any life mottos? And she said, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Explosive response. I mean, people freaked out. Of course she feels this way. She's Kate Moss. I'm actually really interested in weight loss, not just from a personal perspective, which we'll get into later, but from a pop culture standpoint, how celebrities and public figures are permitted to talk about weight loss, how dieting is talked about in content. Perfect example, 2006 Devil Wears Prada. Here's a just very short clip of Anne Hathaway when she sees her colleague, Emily, who's lost some weight for a big event. You look so thin. Do I? Yeah. Oh, it's for Paris. Well, I'm on this new diet. It's very effective. Well, I don't eat anything. And when I feel like I'm about to faint, I eat a cube of cheese. Well, it's definitely working. I know. I'm just one stomach flew away from my god weight. Now, Kim Kardashian, jokingly, 2017, two weeks before the Met Ball, said the flu can be an amazing diet. Quote, so happy it came in time for the Met. LOL. Hashtag six pounds down. And people freaked out. So people are really sensitive to this topic. On the other end of the spectrum, one of my favorite comedians, Louis C.K., often talks about his issues with food. Here's a short excerpt from Louis C.K.'s stand-up special, Chewed Up, where he's talking about a conversation he's had with his doctor around weight loss. And he starts asking me about my eating habits, you know? Like there's habits, like there's a pattern. It's just chaos and awfulness. And he's trying to get a handle on my, he's like, dude, look, hey, look. Well, how, how, how soon into a meal do you typically feel full and stop eating? I'm like, I don't stop eating when I'm full. <laughs> the meal is not over when I'm full. The meal is over when I hate myself. That's when I, that's when I stop. So, I mean, as you can hear from these clips, we've got both ends of the spectrum represented in pop culture. None of them are presented as particularly sane ways to lose weight. I think we're overdue for a discussion, a candid discussion about weight loss. And as I learned from this YouTube K-hole that I went into over the weekend, 
there are also women that are on weight gain journeys that are actively trying to put on weight and showing before and after pictures and trying to get thicker thighs and fuller hips. And that's beautiful and amazing. It's not the journey I'm on. I'm currently trying to lose weight, which brings me to today's episode's topic. Now, if you Google how to lose weight, which I've certainly done, depending on how desperate the situation, how to lose weight fast, <laughs> you'll see a plethora of articles that are about paleo diet hacks and putting your body into ketosis and drinking detox tea. And it's just all a little bit too much. So I want to share what's worked for me. And I'm going to break it into five super simple, easy tips that anyone can do. And just to give a time frame, let me just say over the course of two weeks, if you do these five things, I promise you will lose weight. Okay, tip number one, get ready to eat a lot of boring meals, lots of repetition. Dieting is about eating the same old baked chicken breast with greens and balsamic vinaigrette every single day for lunch. Just embrace it. There's this common misconception that food is supposed to be fun. And I think this starts at childhood because you get pancakes served in the shape of a face and you're, I don't know. But food has become so detached from its function and I certainly think food can be fun, but not all the time, and certainly not while you're dieting. Food is about nourishment. Food should be simple and straightforward and nutrient-dense. When I am in diet mode, and I don't diet often, and like I said, there are times when I'm actively trying to lose weight, and it's nothing to be ashamed about. <laughs> and I keep saying it's nothing to be ashamed about as I caveat and qualify my desire to want to lose weight sometimes. Men want to lose weight. Women want to lose weight. You're not internalizing the patriarchy if you want to lose five pounds. But I do feel like as a, as a woman and as a feminist as, and as someone who thinks deeply about uh, beauty standards and self-presentation, I do feel a bit of uneasiness saying that I actively try to lose weight sometimes. Anyway, when I'm on a weight loss kick for breakfast, <laughs> I have two hard-boiled eggs and a cold brew coffee. I put a little salt and pepper on the eggs, but I feel like I'm choking these hard-boiled eggs like down, and I just jolt myself awake with sips of my, of my iced coffee. It's not delicious. It's not fun. But you know what? I'm full until 1 p.m., and it does the job. If you're vegan, try having half of an avocado with a squirt of lemon and some salt and pepper, red chili flakes if you're feeling fancy, or alternate between the two. This is a very, very simple breakfast. So I'll do the half an avocado or the hard-boiled eggs with my iced coffee if I'm doing breakfast. Now, sometimes I skip breakfast because I'm doing intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting is when you try to increase the amount of time in between your meals, and it's my second tip. Intermittent fasting is really fascinating, and it's one of the easiest ways to get lean without changing anything about what you eat. I've tried it. It works. It really works. And it works within a week. Okay. So with intermittent fasting, what you're trying to do is kind of limit your eating window. You just, you, you basically only want to be eating for like eight to nine hours within any given day. So you want to give your body at least 14 hours completely food free. So if you eat dinner at 8 PM, you wouldn't have your first meal or breakfast until 11 AM, which actually, I mean, it's for me, it's not that hard because I'm not that hungry in the morning. And for people that just need to have breakfast, it's the most important meal of the day, then try to do it on the other end. If you know you're going to have breakfast at 9 AM, 
then make sure to have dinner before 7 p.m. So several things are happening when you give your body this break. Your HGH levels are increasing, which is really good for fat loss and muscle gain, but your insulin is lowered. So your body uses stored fat for energy rather than insulin. And I mean, there have been all these studies that show that it increases metabolic rate. It's not a form of extreme calorie restriction. It's a practice that should make you feel good. And if you are feeling hungry or faint, then you really need to, need to reevaluate if intermittent fasting is for you. Um, a typical fast ranges from 14 to 16 hours. And there's this amazing app that I'm obsessed with called Zero. And after your last like meal slash bite of food for the day, you hit fast. And then when you wake up in the morning and you check your little app, there's this clock running that shows you how many hours you've been fasting for. And you can like set different goals for yourself. Okay, now here's the thing. <laughs> what, what makes it hard for me? I am a big late night eater. I'm a late night snacker. It's hard for me to actually stop eating at like 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. Because I'm up and I'm like, I'm up. I should do something. I should be eating something. I've had to break the habit. I've been getting really into tea lately. I used to do tea bags, but I graduated to loose leaf tea. It's David's tea, which, you know, I feel like in the grand scheme of tea, it's not that fancy, but baby steps. Oolong tea is really great for weight loss. Um, Ginger tea is really good for weight loss. Fennel tea is really good for digestion and weight loss. But I actually think don't worry about getting the perfect weight loss tea. Just find something that you enjoy drinking that will take your mind off of snacking or having anything after dinner. I love mint tea. I find it so refreshing. And you can even just use fresh mint leaves with hot water and lemon. There's this incredible almond tea from David's Tea again. I think it's called All About Nuts. I'm obsessed with it. It tastes like French toast and it feels like I'm having dessert, which brings me to tip number three. You will not be having dessert while you're trying to lose weight. (laughs) I'm sorry to say there's no low calorie paleo hack for this. I see lots of you know, quote unquote, diet friendly desserts online. But if they're carb free, they usually have a lot of nuts, dates, agave, like coconut flakes. These are all things that are not conducive to weight loss. And if they aren't carb free, it's usually just a lot of like fake, uh, what's that stuff called? Splenda and just not real sugar, which is obviously like not the move. I think you want to avoid all of these desserts because weight loss is a mindset. You want to get out of the habit of following up your dinner with a treat. And it's so hard for me, but it's, it's back to number one. Food is not always supposed to be fun. I have to tell myself, Brooke, you've had your dinner. You're full. Have your lovely cup of tea. You can have as much tea as you want. You're not hungry. Just go to bed. Lovely evening. Good night. Now, some people have fruit after their meal. And for your digestive system, it's, I mean, this is pretty well documented. You're not supposed to have fruit after eating. Fruit's best on an empty stomach. But fruit also has fructose, which is processed in the body as sugar. So even though it has fiber and lots of health benefits, it's not the best thing to do after eating dinner. If you have an apple or a peach or grapes or a banana after your meal, it's not this huge setback on your weight loss journey. But if I'm giving you tips that will 100% work for you to see weight loss within two weeks, I would suggest not having dessert of any kind following dinner. You've probably realized that I haven't brought up exercise (laughs) because it has such minimal impact on short-term weight loss. Like, this is tip number four, just forget the gym, it's fine. 
your body is 80% what you eat and only 20% exercise. This has been validated time and time and time again by research. Obviously, working out is incredibly important just for your mental health. I mean, working out and weight loss are two separate things for me, almost. Um, And long-term weight loss, you have to have a regular workout routine and strength training and cardio. Um, But it doesn't make a huge difference from a weight loss perspective. A Pilates class is not going to burn enough calories. And everyone's time is so precious. So if you have to choose between an hour of meal prep baking your chicken, cutting up your kale, making your quinoa, whatever you have to do to make those healthy meals for the week, or going to the gym for an hour, please choose the meal prep. It's so much more important. Okay, now my fifth and final tip is less of a weight loss tip, but it is critical for success. And it's about planning. I look at my calendar a week in advance and I start looking for red flags. I do this on Sunday night and it's, it's actually really good to do this as you're doing your meal prep because you can see, okay, Tuesday is crazy. I have back-to-back meetings. I've got a meeting from 12 to 1.30. They're probably going to bring lunch in for the meeting. It's probably going to be pizza. I don't want to go down like that. Let me pack a nice little salad with some lean proteins that I will bring in a container and eat there in the meeting while everyone else is enjoying the pizza. Don't feel weird about it. Don't let anyone judge you or make you feel ashamed about it. Do what you need to do to get to the goal that you want to get to. Social life is a notorious enemy of a successful diet. But I don't believe in being a hermit for two weeks and not going out and seeing your friends. Listen, restaurants are tough. Portion control is usually out of hand. You don't know what's going into the food. And sometimes the waiter comes and you haven't had enough time to look at your menu and everyone's going around ordering and you're like, oh my God, I don't even know what I can eat here because everything looks very unhealthy. And someone says like, oh, we'll just split a bunch of stuff. And you end up eating greasy appetizers and it's just like unfulfilling. You're off of your diet. It's not good for anyone. So here's what I do. And it's kind of embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you guys because it's really, really helped me. I go on Yelp. I look at the menu, I look at the food and how it like how it's served. Uh, I try to find a, even a picture of the meal that I'm going to eat, and I pick my meal in advance. And this gives me a lot more confidence going into the restaurant because I know that I can eat something that's not going to throw me way off track. Every single restaurant has a lean protein with vegetables. Even if you're getting dim sum in Chinatown, I don't care. It's not an excuse. You can ask for steamed vegetables and, you know, some boiled chicken. If you're in a social setting, you may feel pretty miserable sipping a seltzer. So get a gin and soda with lime, a glass of red wine, or just like go hardcore, get tequila on the rocks, whiskey on the rocks. No pretty fun cocktails. You might as well have dessert. Find a way to still enjoy alcohol and still enjoy being out with your friends within the confines of your diet. Danny, who I interviewed on this podcast, the episode is called Sugar is the Devil. She talked about setting really high standards for herself. You are the only person that controls what goes into your body. If there's a birthday party at work and everyone has a slice of cake, guess what? You don't have to have a slice of cake too. You get to decide and It's something that you should feel empowered and take ownership of. Here's the best part. After like seven, 10 days of eating like this, I promise you will feel miserable eating fries and cupcakes. And suddenly like a poached egg on multigrain toast with avocado feels downright indulgent. 
All right, guys, happy dieting. Let me know if you have any tips. I'm at Brooke DeVard on all platforms. And if you try any of these tactics and they work for you, let me know. Um, but also like, don't be on a diet forever. It's not like I'm in diet mode all the time, but for the times where you get a little too indulgent and you know that you need to course correct, follow these tips, plan more than you have ever planned before. And I promise if you do all five of these things, you will definitely lose weight. I am in a major course correcting mode right now after just several indulgent weeks. I've been (laughs) overindulging for a while now and I'm like, okay, Brooke, it's June you've got to like get get with it so i will be dieting and dieting and proud even though i think i'm not supposed to say that but whatever i'm dieting sorry (laughs) all right guys thank you for listening to the naked beauty podcast this week hold up What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.